Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and it is now Pauhana. Welcome to My Ties at Sunset. I'm Ty. And I'm Mai. It's Happy Aloha Friday. Let's send intention to just share a lot of positivity today. Awesome. That sounds really great. I think we have like a lot of topics to talk about because there's like exciting things happening. It's like moving and shaking. Um, I love it when people come to visit the towns that I like reside in. Usually I'm like all over the country. And so now that I'm back sort of in Texas, mm-hmm. I know a lot, but a lot of things have changed. I mean, I haven't been home. I haven't been like home in Texas, in Houston for... I would say like a good collectively like 15 years. Yeah. Um, You know, it's it's been a while. I did come back for a short stint of a year here, but then I moved back to Hawaii. So it just seems like um, I'm always like on the go and I'm never around. But now that I'm back, Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many new things to discover, but there's also old things, too. And so uh, a friend of mine is coming to visit. And uh, I created this awesome travel guide. So we're going to talk a little bit about... Houston and what it has to offer. It's not as exciting as Hawaii and definitely not as beautiful, but there's so many amazing things you can do in Houston and there's so much food. Like Houston should be considered the melting pot of food in the United States. I don't know if it is. And I know New York, maybe Chicago, Philadelphia, you know, like uh, LA, they might say otherwise, but there is so much diversity and like rich culture of food. I don't know how COVID like really affected all of the restaurants that are here, but I can tell you that if I drive down one road Mm -hmm. in my town, you'll find African food, you'll find Middle Eastern food, Ethiopian food, which is kind of similar to Middle Eastern, but I just kind of like want to like throw that out there because I'm thinking about driving down. You've got (laughs) Mexican food, you got Chinese food, you got Thai food, Vietnamese, uh, Indian food. You have your American, you've got your Southwest, you got your Tex-Mex, um, and you just have like a lot barbecue. I mean, mm-hmm. you always have to have barbecue. Then you got the occasional salad place that like a lot of people don't really want to go to, but they do because they're on a diet perpetually. <laughs> so, um, and, or indefinitely, not perpetually, but indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, you know, you've got all your fast food places. You've got places that most places don't have, like a Whataburger. I mean, Whataburger's great. Mm-hmm. Um and then you have like all these hit and miss sort of mom and pop places. We got like drive up crawfish places, drive up margarita bars. Uh, you know, COVID has really changed the face of what food looks like. And so now that, you know, Texas is 100% like mask off, like you can walk around without a mask, but some businesses are requiring it, but it technically like you can walk around that without a mask. That is so now. crazy. I am so it's not crazy. ready for like, that. People have been. <laughs> flipping displays and getting angry at workers and stuff because they want to exercise their right to take off their mask. Some people argue that it's like a choice now. Like we have a choice if we want to wear a mask or not because people, the governor doesn't really want to tell people to wear a mask anymore. And I think there Mm -hmm. was like pressure there. It was something about the Texas constitution. Like we're the only state that has its own constitution and it's still you know, recognized and all those things. So I just I just find it interesting. But either way, I think wearing a mask is important. It helps you. It helps me. Mm-hmm. It helps the community. And until we get completely over this together, um, I'm definitely wearing a mask. And that that's a firm yes. Um, well, but- I bought so many cute ones. 
I'm going to wear them. I know, them. and I, I feel like this is going to be around for a while. I mean, we should wear them probably until mm-hmm. the middle of summer. I mean, until, ev- like, the majority of the population, at least, like, 80 to 90% is vaccinated, we should wear our masks. Mm-hmm. Just protect your loved ones. I mean, I work in a high-risk environment. I don't feel safe, you know, um, not wearing a mask. So I'm going to continue whether it destroys my skin or not, I still am going to wear it and be responsible. So let's talk about a little bit about Houston. Okay. So um, so if I were to come, I know yeah. that um, we would have a really great time. And I love playing tourist. Um, we, have the, we would have the best time. Like I you know. and I, we don't give two shits about nothing. Like everybody <laughs> can, we don't care what we wear. We don't care what we look like. We're going to go have fun and everybody will have fun around us because we have got that good energy. And that's the number one thing that I will say about you, Mai, is that if I want to go somewhere with you, we will have a blast and we'll laugh about the stupidest things. (laughs) And and you know what? Everybody will envy it because we have that positive energy just coming out all the time. I'm really excited about your adventure. So what are some of the fun things that you picked out? Tell well, me about them okay. because I want to know. And then you're also going to check to make sure that they were good because I know this other friends come in. I want you guys to have a great time. But you guys also have to come back and you have to say, well, what is the reality of actually playing tourists in Houston and what's open yeah, abs- and how absolutely. different ha- is it and is it better? I want to know. Well, um, I have been dining out and I will say that, you know, the, the restaurants were at 75% capacity. Now they're at 100%. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to follow that six-foot rule anymore. Okay. They can they can stack tables on top of tables. Bars mm-hmm. are open till 2 a.m. Um, you know, things like that. But uh, a lot of the restaurants are still not as crowded. Now the popular ones are uh, Chama Gaucha, which is a Argentinian, Bra- or Argentinian steakhouse or Brazilian steakhouse, one of those. I think it's Argentinian. Um, they had so many people. Like when it was like 50% capacity, 75% capacity, like people were sitting on top of people. And um, now that it's 100%, I imagine it's way worse. I'm not Mm -hmm. calling them out, but I'm just saying like when we went there, it was pretty crowded and I didn't I didn't really care for it. But we got put into a private room. And so I felt a lot safer that way. Um, A lot of the restaurants are not as crowded. Mm -hmm. I think um, a lot of places are still going to respect that six foot rule. Just because they want people to come in and say, this is safe. Like, we're still practicing good uh, behaviors that promote safety first. And there's a lot of people out there that are not vaccinated still. I mean, we're still in phase one, phase two. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We're in phase 1A and 1B. So it's like, mm-hmm. not that that's not the general population yet. Um, somebody was telling me that a lot of people are actually lying on their, you know, their appointment time. Or mm-hmm. like during their appointment time and just saying they're a frontline worker, they're a caregiver, they're a grocery store worker or whatnot. And I mean, I understand there are a lot of people declining to get it. Mm-hmm. So if you have extra, go for it. Like anybody should be able to get it. If you are being proactive and trying to make an appointment and you're there for the extras at the end, do it. I don't have any problem with that because if you don't get it, they expire. Yeah. So do it. Um. So my friend flies in. Uh, the airports totally packed. When uh, we were at the height of the pandemic, airports were still bustling. People weren't wearing masks properly at IH. Like, you know, they take off their masks to talk on the phone and yell on the phone. And 
it's just it's just unreal. And they were wearing their masks like below their nose. So right now, I feel like the airport is at, uh, like at full capacity, probably just running. They said they get like millions of people like every day or something going through the airports. I mean, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So they come in. We are going to a sushi restaurant that I yeah. have never been to. Um, it's called Roca Acor. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know how to say that properly, but <laughs> I usually go to Uchi because I like it, but they're not doing their omakase, and then they're completely booked as far as reservations. It's only, like, really late reservations, and I don't want to really eat that late, but I'm really mm-hmm. excited to try the omakase at Roka Acor because they have a deluxe one, mm-hmm. which will be really exciting to try. And then um, Airbnbs are really popular down in the Montrose and the Heights area, so that's kind of like the hipster area. Upper Kirby is also like kind of a new and up and coming area that I didn't really realize was gentrified as much. Mm-hmm. Very ritzy, lots of tech, mm-hmm. lots of oil still, electric, uh, things like that. And so they're staying up there, which is where like everything is. Um, act As far as activities, you know, we're looking at the museums. So mm-hmm. Museum of Fine Arts, they've got like a ton of buildings. I think I even wrote on here, it's like one of the biggest fine arts museums behind the Met. Um, and then there's like the Museum of Natural Science, uh, which is really exciting. I love science. I love mm-hmm. hands-on things. And that museum like allows you to do that. We were going to go to the zoo possibly, but the weather is kind of iffy. So we're we're kind of keeping that on the back burner a little bit. We're going to head down to Galveston. Uh, both of us have not seen the beach in a while. Mm-hmm. And so it's not the prettiest beach. It's going to be ugly that day, probably cloudy and whatnot. But it's still beach, right? Still, still got beach. sand. You still hear the ocean going. Mm-hmm. You know, salty hair don't care. Things like that. <laughs> We're not getting in the water. I don't think because the water is pretty warm and like it's like sitting in. I mean, stepping into like a pool full of pee. So <laughs> we're not gonna do that. Um, but we might pick up some. They have uh, sand dollars. They have some seashells. We'll we'll just be out there looking, and I think that will be really fun. The seawall is super famous. Um, Galveston was hit by massive hurricane in the 1900s, and they built the seawall. It's like, uh, I think it's like a six-foot drop, but it's meant to deter from flooding, even though the last, I think, really bad hurricane, which was Ike Mm -hmm. Harvey. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Hurricane Harvey. Okay. uh, That really devastated Houston. Uh, That that wall did not work. Um, We have a condo down there. And that whole place got flooded. Our condos on the first floor did not get flooded, but it got a lot of wind damage, a lot of structural damage, and a lot of places were really devastated down in Galveston. Like, a lot of the houses are built on stilts, like tall Mm -hmm. stilts by the ocean, Mm -hmm. and they were just completely wiped out. And all the boats were, like, everywhere on on the freeways, and they had washed ashore, and it was just crazy. So they've rebuilt. Um, We've had a couple scares. It did snow on uh, during the blizzard of 2021. <laughs> so that's the first time they've seen like snow on that beach in a long time, uh, which was really uh, Hopefully they won't see it again yeah. for a long, long time from now. Ever. Yeah, well, I, I you know what? I, I believe that global warming, climate change is, is happening and, and it, mm. we might flip flop. Like it might be really, really hot, like in some on the East Coast, you know, mm-hmm. Northeast Northeast, they do get hot weather, but I think they're going to have more days of hot weather and uh, we'll have less down here. Uh, that's so That's weird. probably something that's going to happen. It's just flippy flop, you know, like yeah. we're not taking care of our planet, I guess. Um, 
The Strand is a old timey uh, kind of downtown district. It's been mm-hmm. gentrified a little bit, but it still has that old town feel. They do uh, during Christmas is Dickens on the Strand, so everybody kind of dresses up in the dresses up in the Victorian sort of era. Mm-hmm. And then um, we have Mardi Gras down there, uh, usually in February, and it's like packed, just like New Orleans. It's very crazy. Um, so those are kind of the activities that we're doing or have on the list. And then we have like tons of food places. So not food alone. places to go check out. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, those are all kind of the same same things I would go and visit in any state, in any place. Is I love museums. Um, of course, I always want to see if I'm anywhere near water. I want to see what the water looks like. So when I went to yeah. the East Coast, I had to go step, you know, step into the Atlantic just to say I did it. And uh, it's like I always, I always want to see. And when I'm on the West Coast, I have to see my my Pacific Ocean and what that looks like from another land mass. Right. But um, yeah, I love museums. I love the zoo. Um, I think that it doesn't matter where you travel. You always want to go try the the local food and, you know, you want to taste the, the place where you, where you are. And um, that's the fun of going to see all of these um, beautiful places and vacationing. That's such a word that's like one of those words that you haven't heard anybody say all of 2020 it was so sad right the idea of thinking that you can go on a vacation again is exciting or traveling again yeah and i I mean traveling is a big part of human life Uh, Mm um you know not maybe not for everybody but for most people that's how you learn that's how you absorb different cultures you kind of open and broaden your mind and I, mm-hmm. I felt I felt like that when I was young. My mom would take me on all of her sales trips or business trips, mm-hmm. and I would travel the United States and the, and different countries, um, you know, and experience it that way. Um, she would actually trust me to go out on my own when I was quite young, like thirteen, fourteen. I went to Disneyland by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I've done things on my own, and I would say I, I grew pretty exponentially because I had to be an adult, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much, like here's your money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't do that now because I think it's like child ab- uh, abandonment. But um, mm-hmm. but back then you could you could be a 13, 14 year old at Disneyland by yourself and be safe. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, yeah, the food. Uh, so what I have on the list is, you know, you've got your American fare. You have mm-hmm. authentic Chinese food, Japanese food. Um, I think I've got like a little bit of um, there's some fun stores down on the strand and like one of them's a witchcraft store which was fun like they've mm-hmm. got like harry potter stuff and and things and then they have uh an old confectionery so it looks like an old mom and pop milk milkshake bar or whatever and then it has like all kinds of candy so we're gonna go check it out and um yeah have some brunch have some greek food maybe like there's just so much to choose from and i'm just really excited about tomorrow i mean it's a vacation Mm-hmm. I haven't had a vacation in a long time, and I just feel like it's definitely been earned. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really excited. I'm excited. I hope you take a lot of pictures. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> Maybe. pictures. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> video would be better. Video. Take video. Um, I right. definitely want to see the ocean moving. <laughs> I want to see what's not a still oh, picture. Oh, it's, so, it. it's such a murky ocean. You're going to be like, oh, my gosh. Get me Yeah, but I've here. never been there. 
Everybody wants to see Hawaii's oceans. Nobody wants to see Galveston, Texas. But is like, it funny Texas, that a Hawaii girl wants it, to see the ocean from other places? She wants to see the murky, dark ass water with like all these kind of sharks that are in there. Jellyfish. Right now there's a riptide warning. She wants me to die when I go in video. Like, I don't know. No, I will do it. But I want to see it. But I will say in its defense, like a couple times it was clear. They brought mm-hmm. some sand in. They actually imported sand. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was clear. And I actually saw fish in there. And it scared me because I didn't realize how many really big freaking fish were so close to like the <laughs> sure. coast. I was like, this is not good. Um, yeah. But doesn't Hawaii import sand now, too? We do in Waikiki. And um, if you've ever walked on the beach uh, that has like the sand is coarser. And yep. it's not real soft, broken down. It, that's what they've imported, unfortunately, to Waikiki. That's, yeah, there's that King's, uh, King's Tide. Yeah, the King's Tide, when it comes in, it like erodes the crap out of the beach, especially in Waikiki. Yeah. 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 Other parts of the island, too. I mean, um, North Shore. We, North Shore. Um, one of the most popular beaches, Lanikai. Total yeah. erosion. Kailua, also a really popular beach. Um, uh, Waimanalo, all of those beautiful beaches used to be at least three or four times what you see today. And it is just <laughs> dwindling. Pretty soon those houses, they're going to be um, <laughs> they're, they're going to be the beach. They're, the houses mm. are going to be gone. It's very is sad. there anything that we can do to prevent that erosion? I don't think so. Like there's no real Hawaii did a lot of, of doing it terrible things with seawalls and seawalls have been reported oh do you hear that I'm hearing that in my ear there's an emergency alert for the National Weather Service as a flash flood advisory again, again. Hawaii's been going through some really bad weather my and flooding. phone has been going it's been going off almost every hour for the past um, two days with this emergency Warning. Um, I think we talked about it briefly. You know, people go hiking. And uh, I just literally saw on the news this woman. uh, Unfortunately, she lost her very young husband. Um, And they were here uh, just they not on this island. They were on Maui. And she didn't understand what a flash flood was. And they were hiking literally to a waterfall. Waterfalls are like, um, you know, all the way up the mountain, there are spots along the stream bed where there are pools. And you don't know necessarily if where the rain patch is. Like if the rain is above, closer to the mountain, it could be filling up a pool and you're like way below at one of the lower waterfalls. And it just takes literally seconds for it to become a raging river. And her husband and her, um, I think a friend that he was with also, they were immediately swept out to the ocean. And, you know, what do you do? Well, the sharks are at the bottom. They're always at the bottom. of <sighs> The ocean right now in Hawaii is, because of all brown. this rain, it is brown, 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 murky water. And you never want to go into the ocean when oh. it's murky water because you can't see... The sharks and the sharks don't really know what you are, but they'll they want you, though. (laughs) They want you. So I guess what what Hawaii's oceans look look like right now is what Galveston will look like. Probably. Picture and send it to you. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 
So look at that, <laughs> Hawaii. Galveston is just on the same just as playing beautiful. field. Just as beautiful, just yeah. for that you know brief moment of whatever charming. But I will say this, that um, when I was in California, the water looked clear when I was standing in it. But the brightness of the sand seems to make all the difference in the color of your water. I see. So yeah, that makes sense. I have to say that in Hawaii, several of the beaches are very white, white sand. And so the ocean, you know, it looks very, very blue reflecting with the sky and the water just super clear because you're seeing That's it like on, yeah. on white sand. Same with Kailua Beach, even Waimanalo. But once it gets deeper. I love it when it's flat. <clears throat> it's no, flat. flat. Oh my gosh! When it, when Lani Kai, Kailua, or Waimanalo are flat, what Nalo was never really flat. No, but it when can Kailua be. And Lani Kai, can be when there's no waves. That whole side, that whole side goes flat. That's so beautiful. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I could just lay out there in the middle of the ocean and just be content. Flat Hopefully is not rare. By anything. Flat is rare. I remember. <laughs> I remember time trials. One time trial, and it was flat as shit. And mm-hmm. it was all about how much muscle you had, not if you could like coast on a wave or get a bump here and there it was literally like who the hell can tractor pull the best and that's why i think it did okay like it was in the middle of the pack and i impressed everybody everybody was like so mad Mm -hmm. and i was like look i might not be the best paddler but Mm -hmm. you damn right i have some strength i can get Mm -hmm. my ass across that finish line yeah i was always worried it was gonna flip i think that's why they choose for like when they have the competitions they're trying to look for the most even water to make it fair. So Kaneohe Bay is traditionally pretty flat. <laughs> it is. It's gorgeous. And you've got the Ko'olau Mountains all the way around. It's one of the most beautiful racing spots that we have during the paddling season. Um, That's true. There's other clubs. We didn't talk about it before, but that don't race in the open water, open ocean. They race on the canals and the, the streams. Like yeah. Alawai. I don't actually know where... The paddlers Ooh, who race so in Alawai, they're a different association. But um, yeah, I I don't like the idea of paddling in the Alawai. That's a man-made. Gross. That's where canal all the people like bodies end up being. Like if they dredged that, there would be definitely some bodies down there with like chains on them and stuff. Uh, people have um, they've they've done a lot of work to clean up the Alawai, especially since. There's so much. Um, it's in a touristy area. Goes through Waikiki. Yeah. Yep. But um, I remember when it was one. I think maybe before it was such so popular for racing. Um, I've seen shopping carts in there. Uh, cars like pushed in there. Yeah, it's a gross ass canal. Period. <laughs> Like, I think one guy, like, fell in and he got neck fash, which is, like, that flesh-eating bacteria, and he, like, basically wasted away. Yes. Yeah, we, that we have Like, that's we a have real thing. flesh-eating bacteria cases in Hawaii, and I don't know what people were touching or, you know, they just kind of tell you, well, you can get it. And you're like, well, what do you get it from? I don't know. You get it from, I don't know, like, an open wound, and then you, like, lay out in some dirty water. This get is, it from. What, I will bring it canal? back to. Um, what's the canal that we always had to go paddle in? Right that by wasn't a canal. That's an open water. Oh, no, no, oh no. in Kailua. That's just yeah. like um, it's the canal that comes off the Kawainui Marsh. Going back to um, what you said about you know flesh eating bacteria and don't have an open wound. That's what we thought about every time we paddled at um, Ke'ehi Lagoon. You know that water. 
that okay, it's a harbor. It's open to the ocean. It's mostly flat water, but sometimes there can be a little wave. So when all mm-hmm. the canoes, you know, your lanes, you'd always want the lane that had a little bit of a push, but not going in the other direction. <laughs> Crazy. But I have seen um, one of my my um, paddling teammates, their child was paddling in a in their own age division. And this child came out and was covered in little bumps like he had a rash. Oh, no. Yeah. And, that... and he felt like he and he was itchy and he felt like things were biting him in the water. So I am really paranoid about being in that water. But I will say I just didn't even want to step into it. Kehi <laughs> Lagoon. I didn't even want to step into it. I was like, this is gross. Yeah. But I will say that um, if you come to Hawaii and you have, you know, a scrape or a scratch, not only put Band-Aids and go in the ocean, put Band-Aids and then like really seal it with you said uh, take a derm, but I'll, you know, mm-hmm. duct tape, duct tape. You can run into the hardware store. They'll have it. <laughs> yep. That's true. Man, <laughs> I do miss racing, though. Looking at these pictures now, I'm like, what? Anyway. Uh, All right. The stress of it. You know what I'm going to say about um, team activities? Culturally, when you if you're going to come and you're going to stay Um, And you want to make a lot of friends really fast. I will say get involved. Get involved in one of the many cultural activities um, in Hawaii. We have. Yeah. Yeah. So um, obviously hula is big and there are halals all over hula halals, hula schools all over the state of Hawaii. Every single island. There's going to be more than one. There's probably like, I don't know, hundreds per island. And they have competitions all the time. Um, Paddling, uh, canoe paddling, outrigger canoe paddling is... CrossFit. A big thing. Um, (laughs) Any kind of activity. Hiking. Hiking. There are hiking clubs. There are um, running clubs. There's biking clubs. There's motor... Well, the motorcycle clubs are a little more hard, a little more judgy. (laughs) You can do that too. um, Speaking of like... (laughs) hiking and stuff. I remember I met Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife mm-hmm. on the Makapu Lighthouse hike. Uh-huh. She apparently runs up and down that like every day, every morning. That's like part of her routine. Well, it was part of her routine until she passed away. Beth. Yeah. Her name is Beth. Well, they live close to that. They were like in that neighborhood in like Waikai or somewhere. Oh, okay. So that yeah, makes they, sense. I mean, it's a nice easy place to like park and then it's uphill so you feel like you're getting good workout and it's only it's barely two miles up to the top she definitely has a foul mouth on her or had a foul (laughs) mouth on her she was a she definitely had a foul mouth on her she was a she was a hot lady like she was just everything about her was they had a tough whatever their job was it didn't seem like they were interacting with the best of our society but well i didn't realize there were so many escaped or, like, people out with, like, warrants for their arrest in Hawaii. I was like, wow, this is crazy. And you think that would be silly because we're an island. There's yeah, nowhere you can go except the ocean. You've had some crazy uh, forensic cases, though, in Hawaii. I remember when I was going to school, we had, like, a forensic scientist and FBI investigator come out and talk to us about a couple murders like down in Waikiki and, and Honolulu and like all the crazy stuff and I was like this is crazy mm-hmm. like this is some crazy crazy stuff yeah no. I remember that 
But if you if you ever talk to like real HPD, again, they have the same opinion. It's like you're on an island. There isn't too right. many ways on or off of it. And so yeah. any any criminal person trying to this is not the place to escape. There's nowhere to go. Right. So I think I that, mean, it, it's something, you know, committing crime is, uh, you know, it's, I'm sorry, it's not the smartest thing to do on this island. <laughs> In the in any island situation, right? Yeah, I just I, I just found it really fascinating that there was just so much crime, mm-hmm. um, and and really some grisly ass murders that were covered up. We are an international it. destination, and people come yeah, here for are. different reasons. Um, so be vigilant. You know, if you're visiting. Yeah, because once your body goes in the ocean, like, it takes a hot minute for it to come back. Yeah, unfortunately, there's there's more, there are some really sketchy um, missing ocean people who have taken, they've gone out as a couple or a pair, and only one has returned from, like, a day of kayaking. Yeah, that's true. Or a day of, like, scuba diving. Yeah. Yeah. What we should do is do a special edition of like My Ties at Sunset and do like some kind of like crime exposed. Oh, like. scary stuff. Oh. So, um, back on topic, I'm really excited about my friend visiting and I I hope they really enjoy it. I mean, I put a lot of thought into it. You helped me mm-hmm. create this wonderful pamphlet that I, it's a, it's a, it's like a, it's literally like a touristy brochure. And I, I, when I took it to Office Depot, the lady who printed it was like, do you charge, like, what do you charge to make these? These are awesome. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I could go into business doing this. Yeah. Um, like making an itinerary for people. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it takes time, but it, it looks pretty top notch with your additives in there. So I think you know, we, thank you. we could um, put that on our website and other people who yeah. visit Houston. Maybe we can do them for like just no, when they visit Hawaii. Like here are the places you should go. Like here's some suggestions for some your suggestions. Yeah. And I, I, I'm looking forward to just letting that grow. You know what? I was thinking more and more that um, when our... <laughs> Our website finally gets launched, which is so close. So thank you, everybody, for being so patient with us. Um, we actually didn't think we'd have so many people searching for us. But we we know we know that you're searching because we get a little email that says you've been looked at. Yeah. People are trying to find you. They <laughs> and, are. And we're really trying to, to get it up. We just want it to be really good. So we're not going to rush it. But, um, yeah, I look, we're going to have a lot of information on there and hope to share a whole lot of fun things. Yeah. So with that, please check us out on MyTiesAtSunset.com, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all those social media bits. And uh, we've started to write for Medium as well. And mm-hmm. please support us on Patreon. It's been great to have Tommy and Amy there. But we would definitely mm-hmm. like to see some more of our fans. And uh, until we meet again, ahoy ho.